0: Howdy and welcome to Love Letters, a story mode gaming podcast in which I sit down with a special guest to discuss the games most important to them. I'm your host, Jesse Monroe, and today I'm joined by the guitar-shredding, bold-heading master of story mode audio levels, and one of my best mates for the last 10 years, Mr. Keelan Simpson. How you doing?
1: I'm great now after you used that to introduce me. I love it. Thank you. Can I take that?
0: You can have it. You can make that your your uh, bio when you make a t tw- make a Twitter.
1: When? Wishful thinking, my yes. friend. Mm.
0: Wishful thinking gets you nowhere. Ho mm. Little secret of how Keel and I met there. Oh shit. What a deep cut that was for an obscure podcast. Anyway, it's the time to make it. No in jokes. No in jokes. Unless the you're joke gonna make to a to- particular game. We're here to talk about. Age of Mythology. Um, I was very, <laughs> fuck, I was happy when you said you wanted to talk about this. <laughs> because, say so and I work together and, you know, we have our dis- discussions they often about games and they're often about Age of Mythology. Um, I would say a good 30% of all gaming conversations we have are about Age of Mythology or Age of Empires. Mm-hmm. So, I thought, you know, what a better way, what a better time to talk about it than now. Um, look, Keelan, what is Age of Mythol- Mythology? Can't even say it.
1: Um, it's Age of Empires, but with mythology. That's it. Nothing you more to sold it. that. I, I should have added more questions. You should rundown. have. That's a, that was a short interview.
0: Well, I mean, what, wait, okay, then what is Age of Empires?
1: What is Age of Empires? Goddamn smartass. <laughs> a real-time strategy game, an RTS what we'll refer to it from henceforth, um, where you're basically building an empire and commanding your units to defeat your opponents. You're, you're trying to uh, show military dominance, basically, I think. Well, that's at least how I play the game. It's I great. mean, I just want, I, just, I didn't want
0: to see the cool monsters. Now, this is a spinoff. This came out after True, but before... After Age of of Empires 2, but before Age of Empires 3, correct? Yep. And it was sort of beloved by people because it was different. Like, Age of Empires can be a goofy game, but it's still uh, somewhat historically accurate, you want to say? Yeah, more or less. I think this Loosely. Like, these soldiers were, you know, real things. Like, there was a man with a sword and a shield. Like, he- He existed. Good, good for him. A villager. Well, there are lots of them.
1: I'm sure there were villagers back then.
0: Age of Mythologies have taken all these um nations with rich, deep lore and mythos and all that, um, and just ramped them up. It's like you want griffins, you can have a griffin. You want, you want a uh, Medusa. Do you want a kraken? Oh, the kraken! Like the Holy oh, shit! There's, you like there's- Hydras? You like creatures you've never heard of before? Right. We got them.
1: Hippocampus. That's what. Where- oh, God. Yes. That's where I learned about the hippocampus. Tell
0: me about the hippocampus.
1: It's a horse, but also a fish. Horsefish. Um, it's a horsefish. And it's a naval scout unit in the game. It doesn't mm-hmm. have an attack. You can just use it to go and uh, scout out new locations with new resources and stuff.
0: It was always really weird when, like, these, like, you know, monstrous new units had really lame because they were just they were just filling a roll so they had like really lame mechanics to them Like so yeah. this this like menacing horse fish thing gonna you know, like grab sailors and drag them down to the depths no just you can find it to find out where new cool rocks are and stuff like that nope
1: it's just the horse but my favorite thing about the hippocampus and I think probably my favorite thing about age of mythology as a whole is that when it integrated the mythology into the Age of Empires formula, it just went all in. So every unit has an info pane, which you can click into, and it gives you a description of like the, the unit itself and what it meant in mythology, what it symbolized and um, what its traits were. And in the hippocampus inf- information pane, it refers to... Young Hippocampi. I don't know what the plural is. I believe it's
0: Hippocampi. Let's say that. made up horsefish.
1: It refers to them as tad foals.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Amazing. I lost my shit about that This is why they haven't been a sequel, because how do you ago. top that? <laughs> yeah, right. 20 years ago, I lost my shit, and I'm still amused by it today. Amazing. 20 years ago? When did it come out? 2002. So not quite. And but
0: did you close. play it around that time?
1: Yes, I did. You got at launch? Um, no, not at launch, but in the year that surrounded it. So 2002 to 2003, around there. And um, afterwards, because uh, an expansion pack was released called The Titans in 2003. And heart, just beautiful just chef's three kiss. Chef's kiss. Um, the Titans was an expansion pack that added, guess what? Titans, Titans into the game, um, and they were stupidly overpowered and absolutely ridiculous, um, and just weirdly not, the, like, it, it, it didn't, they didn't match with the themes, really. The, like, the no, they were
0: did. broken as hell, but still fun as hell. But we'll get back to them in a moment. Yeah. Because let's look at the, the core game. Yes. Why did you like Age Why did you like Age of Mythology over other RTS games at the time?
1: Um so up until that point I'd played Age of Empires 1. I'd played a, a little bit of that. Um and I played Age of Empires 2 at a friend's house. And I really liked the games. I particularly enjoyed spent the time I spent with Age of Empires 1. That was awesome. Um you had all sorts of weird units and um Upgrades and stuff like you really have people out here saying erectus, like just
0: why would you have to, to say that work? <laughs> where Keelan will try to get my attention by yelling at some sort of like Age of Empires, um, I don't know want to call it, some sort of shout from Age of Empires, uh, a, a grunt, so, one of a the grunt. grunts. Give us your um, favorite, come on, give us a few.
1: Uh, my, my favorite from Age of Empires is obviously erectus, because I mean, like, where like a, does that come from? A, you know, that's stiffy. Weird. Exactly. You, you can't say that with a straight face.
0: You can't say that in public.
1: No, you're not allowed to, you're banned.
0: You say uh, that erectus on a train, it'll kick you off.
1: One. No, um and of course, Age of Mythologies, my my peak one is prostagma. That little like yeah, okay.
0: So it gets you every time.
1: That's uh that's real good. That's my favorite one. Um I played those two games and I thought they were great. But I didn't get to play lots of Age of Empires 2. I only played lots of Age of Empires 1 because I just didn't have the games. Like, my parents wouldn't buy it for me. Fair enough. Games were expensive back then, you know? They still are now. Mm, now, sure. fast forward to 2003. That's when I got my hands on Age of Mythology. And I have to shout someone out. And I'll tell you the story. Um, we went to... School. I was in New Zealand at the time. I was at an all-boys school and we all were gamers. We all loved, you know, um like exchanging games that we had and um like telling people to play things, like sharing our interests. It was really nice, it was real wholesome. And a guy named Jose gave me his copy of Age of Empires, uh or oh, sorry, Age of Mythology. I'm gonna get that mixed up a lot over the course oh, yeah. of this podcast. And um, I took that home. That was still back in the day where you had to have a CD key. So you had to type the key in that was on the back of the, the CD case to actually install it. Yeah. Um, and I plugged it in. And the moment I started playing that game, I was hooked. The first mission of um, the campaign just got me good. It just did a real great a great job of selling. So you
0: went, you went straight to campaign. Yeah, straight to campaign. Maybe I play these different other people. Campaigns are always an afterthought with these sort of games. For How me. do you play it? Go straight to um skirmish.
1: Ah, oh, I want to
0: learn it. I, I just want to make it happen. Nah, I. I but love... to be fair, I, I play the Age of Empires. Um, sorry, like Age of Mythology. we don't do that so many times. Yeah, if we say not. Age of Empires, just assume we we, we mean um mythology. But uh. The campaign for that, yeah. It, it, got, it got me good because it's, like, it's real legends that you've heard. It's like, Alexander the Great and stuff it like is. that. It is.
1: And it really puts the camp into campaign. Like, it's so <laughs> fucking cringy. Like, it's, it's so, terrible. terrible. There's terrible voice acting. It's so over the top. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it's it's also fun. Like, it, the game never takes itself seriously. And I think that's one of the reasons I really... Enjoyed immersing myself into the world, um, and yeah, that was that. Uh, a few weeks later, Jose was like, "Hey, man, you should try this out," and he handed me the Titans expansion as well. Yes, I have to shout out to that guy because I still have those games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I just never got it back to him, and I feel really bad about it. But thank you, Jose. What you a reason to my life. You changed my life.
0: You're a th- and you're a thief. Yeah, no,
1: he's a lawyer now, and I'm a thief. So,
0: oh well, yeah. he could see you. He I mean, could. to be fair, I'm pretty sure I have one of my mate's copies of Hawks for the PS3. <laughs> so, uh, honestly, Matt, Jesse, sorry, I mate. Got,
1: <laughs> I got a good deal. I think you got a bad deal there.
0: I, I gave him back the case. It was empty <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him again. So, um. Wow. I'm the victim here. I'm going to find a case for Hawks now. You do. You do. No one wants to be in that situation. So you played it and you were sort of instantly in love with it. Did you already have a fondness for mythology and that's also why it clicked for you? and it just kind of tapped into that?
1: Yeah, I think so. I was always interested, but I never went and stopped to read up about it. I just liked watching movies based on mythology, watching TV shows, that kind of thing. Like I was really into... Do you remember um, the 90s TV shows, uh, Hercules and Xena? Yeah, Those they, were sick. Of course I do. Yeah, they were freaking awesome. Kevin Sorbo, maybe not so awesome these days, but anyway. Lucy um,
0: Lawless still awesome.
1: Still awesome. Um, I was really into that, and I loved the, the hints of mythology that they had in there. And I think... Playing Age of Mythology was the first time I'd really been exposed to it and had the opportunity to learn about it through the info paints. I spent a lot of time just reading up about these freaking Hydras and Medusas and Sphinxes and shit. No, there wasn't a Sphinx. What are those uh, things called? That, there, was, uh, there was a Sphinx. What are the, the things with the, the sickles and they have the wolf faces?
0: Anubis. Anubises. Anub-
1: Anubises. Um,
0: yeah, freaking awesome.
1: So, that, you're those are the
0: coolest mythological things. They are. Oh, the Egyptian stuff is so cool in that game.
1: 100%. Um,
0: uh, sorry, point to be made there. Uh, everyone knows Egyptian mythology. Everyone knows Greek mythology. Yes. Was there any mythology in that game that surprised you? Because the Nordic stuff. Well, yeah. Before God of War stuff, when you call them like the Nidhogg. The yes. dragon, it's like, yeah. Excuse me? You exactly. have that? You have spiders? What?
1: You- the Norse mythology was completely new to me. I hadn't seen it really. I'd only seen it mentioned here and there in like books that I'd read or whatever. But that was, yeah, completely new to me. So that was fascinating.
0: And the um, way they made that balance, because like Greek and Egyptian mythology, it, it runs deep. Like there's a lot of stuff yes. there. But they managed. They, they had stuff for. For Nordic mythology, it kind of surprised me that it 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 matched up well. Yep. I guess nowadays it's a little bit different, but um with like God of War and you know. Yeah, we're other- kind of
1: yeah, we're in a bit of a different spot, I think, at the moment. Then you sacrifice stuff. It's um what's the word? Uh saturated, I guess. it's very yes. common. Um, all of those mythologies. Um, but yeah, for me, this is the first time that I've been exposed to the Norse and this first time I've really read into like dug into, um, I learned about like the, the Egyptian gods, um, the Greek gods and then what their roles were as well. So it's not just like the myth units, but also like the, the, the pantheon, the pantheon of gods. learn about.
0: And also like the sub gods. Cause every time you went up an yeah. age, I know in the newer age of age of Empires games, you pick. Like, uh, Chris and I have been playing Age of Empires III on stream for a bit. And every time you go up, you can pick, like, the explorer or the architect or the governor or whatever. And they all have their own different perks and stuff like that. In Age of Mythology, you could do that as well. You'd have different sub-gods. And you learn about all these Hephaestus and such. Mm. All these people that I've killed in God of War before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, so that, that was killer. Um, the other thing... Uh, I guess I'll I'll, I'll bring it up. Um, The other thing that was massively appealing to me about this game in particular is that I had a shitbox computer. (laughs) It was just absolutely useless. It barely worked. It barely ran anything. But this game ran spectacularly well because it was, I guess, just not demanding. And that, yeah, that made a huge... um, My computer dictated what games I played. Yes. As did my budget at the time, you know. I'm like 12, you know, I don't have money.
0: <laughs> so the fact that like some kid at school has, I mean, lent you th- what you interpret it as given you a game. <laughs> that would have been huge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's not just a game that um, runs on my computer in general. Like we're not even talking about runs well. I'm just happy to have something that runs on the computer but it's also something that I'm really into and interested in that happens to have fantastic mechanics. Um, I I have to just shout out that each race in Age of... um, The game that I spent the most time with before was Age of Empires, and each race has some kind of bonus, like um, barracks units. Uh, 20% faster yeah. on foot or some shit like that. Like, It was nothing. Ugh, that's garbage. But Age of Mythology, each race was completely different in one specific way. So um, they, they had some kind of benefit, oftentimes multiple benefits. So um, one of the things that Age of Mythology did um, different to Age of Empires is that it took stone away as a resource and it replaced it with favor instead. Favour. And you have to build favor by worshiping the gods of that culture, in whatever way they saw fit, and it was all thematically appropriate. Like the Norse people, you gained favor by fighting. That's awesome. The Greek gods, you have to go to a temple and pray. The Egyptians, you have to um, construct uh, the um, like um, statues.
0: Yeah, the monoliths. Yeah, mo- like
1: yeah. big like tri- tributes to to the gods, essentially. Ah,
0: yes. So yeah. So and then, and every time you made a new one, it was a different statue yes. and they looked yeah, it really was a cool. different
1: yeah. and they got bigger and bigger and bigger um it was it was just freaking awesome like there's that um like when the um the expansion came out um the villages for the Atlanteans which is the new race in, introduced in the Titans expansion um they didn't need to return to their town center to drop off resources they carried a cart oh, with them at all so times that was so good and that w- that was a Game changer. Like, playing different races changes how you interact with the game entirely, almost. It's fantastic.
0: And it's, it was one of those games, like, I've played it a bit more this year. I, you know, I haven't played it for like 10, 20, 15 years. Mm. I played it a bit more this year. And now that I'm older and I kind of know game mechanics a bit more, I understand a bit more. Yeah, you, there are so many exploits in the game. So many. But oh, yeah. as a kid, I didn't know about them. I didn't really... You i put two and two together
1: no, you weren't looking so for I, was, it.
0: I was having legitimate fun it didn't matter who i played as i was having fun with it and it's like okay this works a little bit different cool sometimes i'm just like hey i want to make a cool looking town i'll pick egypt because i can build these cool statues they have a benefit and they look pretty cool mm-hmm. oh man bring back memories here
1: you, you know yep. and th- that's it. the thing jesse i i just wanted to touch on that point that I just made, because each of those races were different. You play the game differently with each one of them. I played so much of this game. So because I had a shit computer that nothing ran on, didn't have games to play at the time because I couldn't afford them. And this game had so much variety in it. I just dumped so much time into it. Oh, Come on from school us, and I'll play it.
0: Give us a bit of a, uh, a snapshot of what other games ran at the time. So you were saying that a lot of your gaming was dictated by sort of your, uh, your hardware. What other yes. things were sort of occupying your time at that at that moment?
1: Man, that is a really great question. At the time. Thanks, man. I, I, was, I was probably playing... Um, there was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, the old one. Oh. The old one was installed on my computer at the time. Um, oh, shit. I played games after that because of my interest in Age of Mythology well, games,
0: that's what I was going to say. This sounds like it was a very strong link between where you were, yeah. and sort of where you are now. You're you're quite into games. You're on a video game podcast now. Story I went to look
1: podcast. I went to look for similar games. I found StarCraft. I found Warcraft. Um, and those are quite different. Um, I guess to to Age of Mythology, but um. I I kind of bounced off of StarCraft. I didn't really get into it as much. Maybe it's a setting. Sh- StarCraft terrifies I, 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 me because I feel I, like
0: I, I will either bounce off it or spend 700 days in it.
1: Yeah. I, I should like it because it's sci-fi and I love sci-fi, but I don't know. There was just something maybe at the time it just didn't re- w- really work for me, but I fell in love with Warcraft 3 as well. So I played a bit of that, but again, like the actual... Mechanics of the game didn't, I don't know, there's something peaceful and soothing about building up your city and your army in Age of Mythology that I didn't feel the same in any of Blizzard's real-time strategy games. So it never quite hit the same, but I fell in love with the, um, the Warcraft universe because of that.
0: I think maybe the other ones didn't click immediately with you in the same way, because Age of of mythology has, like we said, that built in, uh, pop culture relevance. We've seen, you know, you've seen your Hercules, you've seen your Xenia and stuff like that. You know these things. Um, wait, was this before, after Harry Potter? This is after Harry Potter became a thing.
1: Yeah, after Harry Potter. Because Harry Potter
0: Potter came out like late 90s. So, like, kids were into magic and monsters and myth and everything like that. And this just tapped in perfectly. Good time. the base game. Did the base game have the god powers or was it the titans that introduced god powers? God powers was in the base game.
1: Um, that's Awesome what addition. People. Awesome addition. They were just so much fun, those powers. And they, they, I don't know, they look cool. It was so different to Age of Empires. Dude,
0: the Vortex. Yeah. The vortex is one of the coolest things you could do in a game. So every time you go up a level, an age, Mm -hmm. you pick your, you know, God and the bonuses and stuff like that. And each God, each minor God would give you a, a God power that you could use either once or, you know, with a timer and stuff like that. And sometimes with pretty basic ones like pestilence, you could put on an enemy's farm and it kills their crops and stuff like that. My, probably my, one of my favorites, the fire. Like the bushfire? Yes, right. Because it just looked really cool. And it was one of the things like it would help you clear out areas. Like, you could also yeah. use it as like an aesthetic thing. But then they went all the way up to a vortex, which was like a black orb, like a black hole that would suck in units, grow, and then explode. And you would just see all these horses like flower out of it.
1: And you <laughs> I know, can like, picture it
0: so vividly.
1: The way that um, the, the physics... I guess animation worked when things are blown up by like a Titan hitting or something like that. And then they, they kind of fly in that perfect arc and then they hit the ground in this completely different position. Like, Oh And then you like slip up to the right
0: orientation. (laughs) Um, There was that, the earthquake tornadoes were pretty cool. Um, And one of the strangest ones, the the tidal wave. Yes. Cause I remember you could find quite a small body of water and do it. It's like, there's not that much water in there. Surely I, not.
1: I, I think my favorite one was the rain, um, which you could do over farms. Yeah, just you get that it, little
0: rainbow going on, and you get it, you it it just
1: it looked so nice. It looked like, pretty pretty.
0: Uh, also, the Tartarus Gate,
1: terrifying. Yeah. Tartarus
0: Gate would open <laughs> up like a, a like a portal to hell, <laughs> and these <laughs> demon dogs would come out, and you like you'd be fighting an army, and then you you'd plant it on the other side of there. The camp or town or village or whatever you want to call it. And it's like, where are you going to go now? What are you going to do? What I have my demon do? dogs out. Uh, those. N- See, Age of, Empires, Age of Empires is good because it's it's a god simulation game. You feel like god. Hmm. And sometimes people need that because they need a power rush. Like you and I, Keelan. <laughs> um, speak for yourself, man. God oh, damn it. I'm just saying. I need that sometimes. <laughs> Age of mythology literally made you a god because it gave you these powers and these monsters right at your command. It was so good. Yeah. So I was going to say, despite, you know, your units all being monsters and such, the human units were still pretty good because you also had heroes now.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, um, the way that they kind of tried to balance things, I guess, is that. All of those myth units are spectacularly powerful. Like if your Hydra comes in and starts destroying uh, buildings and stuff, you know, it, it, it's it's tough. It's tough as hell. Your normal units are not really going to be able to sort of keep up with it. It's going to kill a whole bunch before you're able to take it down. So the hero units they introduced were to counteract the um, the myth units. So they were much more powerful against myth units that you train at your temple. Um versus your standard troops which you train in your, your barracks and shit. Um I I didn't use heroes as much as I thought I would. Probably as much as I should have. It just I don't know. It just wasn't um as think- interesting to me as the mythology units. They they just seemed they're so weird and out there.
0: I think with the um the hero units, because there's also heroes in just to a less extent, there are heroes in Age of 3. And you play, and they have all these different options of what you can do with them. They have all these weird stat boosts. And it's like, guys, all I do is select a big group of, of soldiers, and I make them attack villagers. I don't care about the nitty-gritty in a group of 20 soldiers. So when a hero comes along, yeah, they can do stuff. I think some of the heroes, like, I remember one had, like, a really big like leap attack. He would jump yes. up and stab the ground and call the shockwave.
1: Is that Ajax? That was cool.
0: Yeah, Ajax. But it's like that's cool. But I also have, you know, a bunch of dragons and sphinxes and those plants that would pick people up with yes. these big roots that come out, and vines and shit. Like, God, this game was so cool.
1: This game is ridiculous. Um, I think. Um, I, I guess that's the point that I that I want to get to. Um, this game scratched an itch that i didn't know i needed scratched because it was just so (laughs) stupid and like over the top but it still had one foot in in reality and well i don't i don't want to say reality but realism Realism, because you've got your regular units you've got your normal things and if you just you know decide i'm not going to do myth units this this skirmish you could do that it was there too who would do Uh, that but 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 you could But you could also get absolutely nuts with it as well. Man, there was so much to it, Um, and it really opened up a lot for me. Like as far as being open to new, different games. Yes. Um, So you know, like I said, I went and played those um, Blizzard games, and that really got me into um, the the Warcraft lore. I was super fascinated by the story in um, Warcraft 3's expansion. Um, What is it called? Frozen Throne, I think. Um, The story of Arthas and his descent into madness um, and his uh, death and rebirth as the Lich King. Awesome. Absolutely killer. Um, And that set me on a different track, Jesse, which made me kind of stop playing games. Um, I started playing World of Warcraft based off of my interest in that, um, a few years later, um, in between, you know, I was playing, you know, the standard FBS stuff that teenage yeah. boys play. We're playing a bit of Halo 2, you know, a bit of Call of Duty when that became a thing. And, um, around that time, 2007, I think started playing World of Warcraft And I didn't touch another game for four, five years, maybe. Yeah. There's just not enough time for it. So I have Age of Mythology to blame for that directly. So yeah, you you wouldn't have gone to any of those games, really. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have touched another RTS because by the time I had finished up with Age of Empires 1, I was bought. Yeah. Um, And Age of Mythology reinvigorated all of that for me and it showed me I think it showed me what I like in games. I like the the you know being grounded in, in reality somewhat but yeah, that, also that slight being, realism
0: but over the top still. Yeah,
1: yeah, over the top and stupid and fun and it's not taking itself too seriously. I, I yeah. just I
0: really like that. I think I think we've had similar thing, um kind of growth with this game. Cause yeah, my early gaming years, like with PC mm-hmm. stuff I don't even know how I got this game. My parents weren't buying me games unless it was like Christmas. I don't know where this game came from. Maybe I stole it from one of your friends as well. I don't know.
1: Maybe you stole it. Yeah.
0: But we had a shit PC. Um, while everyone was playing, um, like RuneScape and shit online, I didn't have the internet for eight, for years, like high school. I didn't have the internet at home. Long story. So I, I am like, how do I pass time? I can't, you know, I can't go on MS on, uh, what was it? Uh, what was the messenger service called call back then?
1: Uh, yeah, MSN. Yeah, MSN. Microsoft.
0: MSN Messenger. messenger whatever it messenger. was. Yeah. I can't go on that and hit on people like everyone else was. I can't go on there and set my my song to "Disenchanted" by "My Chemical Romance." How would people know that I'm I'm feeling angsty? Um, I had to use like my phone from my. It was awful. Um, so but the main game I could play then was, was Age of Empires. And I started off with that free copy that everyone got in their cereal box. Yes, the cereal copy. And I never got true. I just kept playing number one because it was free. And then Age of Empires, Age of Mythology came from nowhere. I'm like,
1: yes, please. And this is what was missing.
0: Yeah. And because I used to read a lot of books when I was young, it, it tapped into like that imagine, the, the imagination part of my brain that is long dead. Long um, <laughs> But I was living out these, like, fantasy books I was reading. And it was so cool seeing that all come to life. Especially because a lot of the creatures I had read about, but didn't quite know what they would look like. Yeah. You'd so read now, a description? Yeah. So now suddenly yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. Like, I get what this dragon should look like or what a Hydra would look like. And then you'd learn about these other creatures and stuff. Ah, oh, man, it was good. And you were saying the tit- the Titans- I think I got it when the Titans DLC had come out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And dude, making a Titan is is fun. It's like making a Wonder in Age of Empires. Yes. Taking down a Titan is one of my favorite like rushes you feel in a game because that that shouldn't happen. No, it's such it an underdog underdog I story. I don't
1: know how you do you do it. I've still not done that.
0: A lot of you need to like hit him with meteorites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And I used I used to do this thing like whenever I, I would take down a Titan, the soldiers that were left, I would let them just hang around my town square. They would work. They would stand over near the farms. I'd protect the farm. Like you guys have a cushy job now. You know, if a farmer picks out a potato, you can eat the potato if you'd like. I don't know what <laughs> you do, but you guys deserve a good retirement. I would give every all my characters little stories. Oh man, I love
1: that In man. In what innocent that's time. Nice. Yeah, you know, I think that's the thing that really got me about strategy games because you're kind of there's no real narrative happening. You are left to your own devices. Oftentimes you find yourself like, oh, this is my favorite unit. This guy survived this battle, so I'm going to keep him around and, you know, do this, or he's going to be the leader of the next charge I put through or something like that you know i love that you 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 have the space to create these own your own stories um and the game isn't constantly shoving um narrative down your throat yeah with that being said uh the campaign in both the expansion and the base game i would describe the storytelling as being shoved down your throat yes <laughs> it is just very ham-fisted and crude um but it's still, like, it's a fun story. I would easily recommend someone play that because it, it's, it's stupid and you can kind of laugh at it. But it does a great job of teaching you the fundamentals of how to
0: play strategy 100%. game. And there was some genuinely tricky missions. I remember there was one uh, in the Egyptian campaign where you had to save somebody. And they were, like, at the back of a whole encampment. It was real tricky. Yeah, You make your like- way through. You mentioned the story there but a little bit half to be fair a lot of mythology is quite
1: well fair like, enough yeah it's like
0: oh zeus became a goat and had sex with another goat and then it became a a man like, and this all
1: this right. incest and stuff in there a lot there of, ad- lot of really
0: animal sex and a lot of incest
1: which you know you don't really want to 10 out put 10 that game into game. your <laughs> like yeah, what you don't want to put that in in your game for kids no no. So, you know, I was fortunately very ignorant of all of that stuff until, you know, recently um, with more mature games. <laughs> um, what, are you, what are you playing that have animal sex in them? Hades. Um, Fair call? <laughs> um, Fair call. Oh, my, wow, that just occurred to me as well. Like the, uh, My love for Hades wouldn't be as strong had I not developed that attachment and yep. knowledge of the, the pantheon that I got. with God of War got. me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and I'm just thinking back now, mate, like that, that established a lot,
0: like a lot of stuff for me. And wow. And I imagine the people developing these games had the same thing. I feel like Age of Mythology is such a touchstone for a lot of gamers. And it just Mm -hmm. sort of dictated their path a little bit with what games would interest them and what pop culture and stuff. And entertainment would interest them as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many TV shows, movies and stuff have we had
0: also based on those uh, properties? properties. Here's my question. Here's my question Not involving the game, okay? Let's talk talk religion for a moment, okay? (laughs) Let's get right into it. Let's get into the crux of this podcast. Are there people... Who still like worship like Zeus and Ra and Odin and stuff like that? Dude, like legitimately. Because I know there are a lot of like metal bands, like Nordic metal bands, who will say they worship Odin. Come on. Come on. That Raven tattoo is like fooling anyone. I feel like there are people who would. I feel like Um, there should.
1: Like, uh, that seems like a
0: valid alternative lifestyle. I'm just saying, if I'm not a religious person, but if somebody's like, hey, um, The first Egyptian god that came to my head was Isis. Maybe a different (laughs) one. Maybe one of the other ones. Okay. Yep. That name's been ruined. (laughs) Let's pick Ra. Like, hey, you want to worship Ra? I'm like, ah. Can you tell me more about them? Here's a copy of Age of Mythology. Give it a go. (laughs) I'd open a church. If there was somebody on Flinders Street handing out copies of Age of Mythology, say, hey, join our religion. Play as Gaia in this game. Also, how cool are the Gaia units? Oh, Play yes. as Gaia, grow, 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 plant, <laughs> have, have a time, come back, we'll give you some seeds, go plant a forest. about like, you? Yeah.
1: You know what? Um, I've been accosted by many a religious person on the streets of the city uh, trying to get me to buy into their um, ideology and... I would 100% buy in for another free copy of uh, Agent Mythology.
0: You had to hear first, religion. We fixed your uh, recruitment problems. (laughs)
1: Look, there's only one god that I uh, um, worship, and that's Imhotep, the immortal Emperor Imhotep (laughs) from the 1999 Brendan Fraser movie,
0: The Mummy. Pray be to Imhotep. Pray pray be to Brendan Fraser. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, one, I, the one religion I follow is Brendan Fraser's career. Um, oh, no. And it, it's on the up and up. Um,
1: that's good to hear.
0: What did you have a favorite? Did you have like favorite units?
1: You see, that's such a hard question because they are just they are great units. But I think one of my favorites was because I because it was supremely unbalanced. It's the laser crocodiles. That you get with the Egyptian race. They, they shoot. They have some kind of contraption <gasps> the on their head. The solar beam. The solar yes! beam. <laughs> they have the some kind of ma- like <laughs> magnifying glass contraption on their head that allows them to direct beams of the sun and destroy buildings with ease with sunbeams. Fucking awesome. They were and so crazy cool. The, the, they could go and stand. So far away from something, and shoot these beams. They could hide behind corners and shit and do it. Like, th-
0: okay, so Asian mythology is not without its flaws. Um, sorry, you just named, you just said crocodiles laser beams on their backs, and then you can talk about flaws.
1: Hey, hey, look, there was also a cheat code that allowed you to summon a bear with the lasers, laser eyes, eyes, eyes and, a, and a cape, and a Canadian flag on its on its back. Yeah, a cape. That was awesome. I used that when I was a kid a lot. Um, Age of Mythology is not without its flaws. It has terrible pathfinding; like it's it's really yep. bad and at times incredibly frustrating to get your units where you want them to go. Um, but you know, of all the things for it to do wrong, like that's 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 okay. I can kind of look past that because it does so much right.
0: It was almost like. Again, like thematically accurate, because when you made all these <laughs> monsters, you're like, "I want chaos here. I don't care." When you play Age Empires, you want your your uh, soldiers to go in in nice formation. There's a lot of formality to it. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's like, "Um, you're a giant wolf. Go do wolf things over there. Just like do wolf things. Whatever. Yeah. You have twelve heads. Use them. You're,
1: you're a, a man, made Valkyrie. Of,
0: you're a man made <laughs> out of clay. If you get killed." Just become two men made out of clay. Now go, have fun. I just want to watch. Can you go and attack? And then you sit back and you watch the movie.
1: I just, I, I, I loved the variety and the noises that these units made as well. Uh, particularly the, the automatons. Those <gasps> oh, metal men.
0: The automatons
1: were great. They were awesome. What was your favorite unit, Jesse?
0: I, I was a big, big fan of the Nidhog, The dragon, the Nordic dragon. Yeah. He was cool, and then I'm like, okay, Nidhog must mean dragon. And then when Nidhog the game came out, I'm like, oh, is this a game about dragons. It's like, oh, this is a sword game. I like, was very confused by that. I like the Nidhog. I like those um the plants. I'm pretty sure they were a god power though. They're like yeah, the plants. Like those tentacles that came out and they would um krakens. I know,
1: I know. In the I think it's like the last mission they're a, a, a static enemy, but um I think they were a god power for just skirmish mode. Yeah.
0: Um, the behemoth, which behemoth? was like a big cow beetle thing, <laughs> the scarab beetles,
1: scarab beetles was that sick. were
0: just massive.
1: Um, they were huge, amazing siege oh, oh, units. Those ones,
0: I, I I had so many favorites. Uh, the Anubi jumping all over the place, uh, krakens pulling people into the water.
1: Oh, man. The game was, like, dude,
0: so I, cool.
1: Dude, you just keep talking about this stuff, and I'm thinking of the animations. Yeah, I can like see all that it all. Stuff. You can uh, see it. Yeah.
0: Uh, wait, so, okay. Greek, Egyptian, Nordic, uh, Atlantean, and Gaia. Were they the five, or was there another one?
1: Greek, Atlantean... No, I think that's it. Well... Well, there is an expansion that exists.
0: Well, um, yeah. The, so it got a HD remaster. Um, it' not so good. It's 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 the version I've got now, and it is what it is. I guess. Yes. it runs smoother, I guess, but I got a better PC than I did back then, I guess. Um, and they introduced uh, Chinese mythology, super rich mythology. I would love to see explored properly. Hmm. I've messed around a little bit with it. I, what I did was I downloaded it with the new, on the new PC. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do what I used to do as a kid, go to like film editor mode or whatever it was, make a bunch of units, watch them fight, sit back with a whiskey. You know, <laughs> that hasn't been a good mythology movie in a while. I'll make my own. Mm. Um, and I, I messed around with some of the, uh, these new units that were introduced and none of them clicked with me. They just didn't look very well designed or well balanced. There was nothing interesting about them. Yeah. They were a bit like, just like design where they were a little bit goofy. It's like, ah, that's a real shame because there's some cool Chinese mythology you could play around
1: with. Yeah, absolutely. I just, it, it, it doesn't look like they've done it justice. All the reviews for it are quite poor. I only played the first starting five minutes and I got stomped on like easy difficulty.
0: Oh, you're just shit
1: at the game then. I think I'm doing something wrong here. And I put it down and never picked it back up. It just didn't inspire that same feeling um, for me. I guess primarily because it didn't introduce things to me. It just threw me in.
0: Oh, so this was a campaign?
1: yeah there's some sort of campaign type thing
0: interesting it. okay maybe i need to give this campaign a go but just like gen general skirmish mode did you have a strat what was the keelan simpson legendary strat corporal keelan simpson
1: i think it's the same strat that literally everyone else has build a wall so that you can turtle if you need to but build a giant fuck off army and send them out into the wilderness to stomp shit. That's the strategy, and it works.
0: I tweak that strategy very slightly, so you don't complete, You don't completely surround yourself with walls. You have mm-hmm. one open point, which is like would be like a, a ah, path, like a and then you point. have yeah a catch point, and then you have all your towers there because so of sides. yep because of the uh, pathfinding, enemies would automatically funnel through. Because it was a path of least resistance to get to an attack. So, nope, you come in here and you get absolutely chopped up. And at the end would be my army. It's so, like if you make it that far, you're going to have my automatons. Also, the automatons, did you know there were robots back then? <laughs> I remember <laughs> being very confused by that.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. Like- think, Arcantos. Think. <laughs> there are 12 towers around you. You can't go down that path.
0: Fuck. Well, that happened. And look, the fact that they came out recently when they're talking about Age of Empires, the upcoming Age of Empires 4, they know we want Age of Empire, Age of Mythology 2. Yeah, They 100%. have said, look, we all love it. We all want it. Let's just say, it's, you know, it, it's not- the idea isn't dead. I think it's going to happen.
1: I think it will as well.
0: What do you want from it?
1: Good question. I just want more of the same, Jesse. I said this to you earlier today. I just want more just weird scenarios that have been put together out of mythology that you have to negotiate your way through. Like um one of my favorite missions, like it's not even a particularly good mission, but they're trying to break down the doorway to Tartarus. Oh my um, god, with that it's so big cool. Thing. That was just freaking awesome. Like you feel like you're rushing to stop them from opening this door and um, you're getting sent reinforcements. You're sending people down. You've got these centaurs coming with you and stuff and you're all in this mad rush to, to destroy this thing. I want to see more of that. Just weird scenarios straight out of mythology that you have to figure your way through. Like that's what made that game for me.
0: I just realized something. One of the Titans was Cerberus, right? Three-head dog. Yes. But One of the units you could get was Cerberus as well. Was it? Pretty sure there was.
1: Maybe. What or I were they the hellhounds
0: head- from the Tartar escape?
1: I think they might have been the hellhounds. Mm. But what was weird is like... I always thought like when you have a god, like your main god... You should get a titan that re- represents them, but it
0: but yeah, you it's don't like really. it should be that god, like because all of Egypt would only get Ra for memory,
1: yeah, which look cool because it has a beak. Exactly. It, it look, I'm not saying that the titans weren't cool, but I just think they should have they should have had some variety there, so that you know, um, Zeus's um, titan was some lightning throwing cloud or some shit like I don't know. I'm terrible at ideas, but yeah, they were all kind of like semi interchangeable.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe, in maybe I would have loved it if they were harder to get maybe more powerful. So when you were Zeus, Zeus would come out with lightning bolts and have a storm. Mm-hmm. Like the storm power was yeah. constantly around him. Poseidon yeah. would constantly calls tidal waves and stuff like that. That'd be cool.
1: But what about you? What do you think what do you want out of a sequel?
0: I just want a few more um uh races in there. Yeah, okay. I would I but the tricky thing is, like, who would you want in there? Um, Aztecs well, could be really cool.
1: Aztecs, exactly. That's, um, that's the one I was looking for.
0: I'd love, like, an indigenous Australian units. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, the mythology okay. there is is incredible. Okay, okay. It's so I'd also, cool.
1: I'd also like to see them redo the Chinese mythology.
0: Do China, uh, Japan... Japan, because I want to see um that um eyeball butthole ghost.
1: Oh nice. I don't know what that's called. There's but I'm uh, in
0: some sort of uh yokai creature that's like a ghost and it'll like lure you over and be like, hey, look at me, this is my asshole. <laughs> Bend over, and there'll be an eyeball looking at you and be like, hey, wink, wink for you. I think that's where Resident Evil got the idea for the eyeballs. Ah... Uh. Oh, Thanks, I also Jesse. think there's another one that's like a goblin that eats your dick. But bring them into the game. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Give me like a ghost. Do
1: they need to be sexual, though? I'd, I'd prefer if they weren't. No,
0: they don't have to be. You could turn it off <laughs> be, okay. uh, in
1: settings. It's like the spider mode in uh, Grounded. Cool. I get you.
0: Yeah, exactly. But there's, there's some... I I didn't know... I knew a little bit about a lot of these mythologies, and then I came out to learn a lot. Give me some mythologies I know basically nothing about. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to see what you can do with them. Uh, and then obviously just the features that are introducing into number four. Like how cool would it be if you had like, you know, a skeleton army that was hiding in trees. You know how they bring in the stealth units? Mm, that would be cool. Or when you walk past it, like a bunch of spiders come out. That's terrifying. Give Gosh. me a little bit of horror in it.
1: Hell yeah. All right. Um, on top of all of that, one last thing. Just please fix the pathfinding. That's all we want. That's we want. Also,
0: keep the music and keep the original voice acting.
1: Um, that's the other thing that I am just so over the moon for. That music, just the soundtrack of that year for me. The soundtrack of 2003 is the soundtrack of Age of Mythology best oh, music man. ever it's so exotic and weird
0: well before we wrap up and while we wrap up i want you to hum the music uh, i'm just gonna throw it in the bus like that in a sentence in one sentence Hillen Simpson, tell me where you love age vampires accessible over the top
1: happy strategy game: you don't I know don't how know.
0: sentences work, do you no. No,
1: you gave me a random used,
0: assortment of words
1: I'm using words, and those are the words that come to mind when I think of age of mythology.
0: I think putting a bunch of things that don't quite click together to form an idea and express love is exactly what made Age of, Imp- age of mythology, so I think it apt: a bunch of things Honestly, that shouldn't quite work together. Put them together you, yeah.
1: you're right there was. You can, you know when you interact with a piece of art and you can just see and feel the passion in it? Yeah. That's how I feel with Age of Mythology.
0: That's beautiful. Well, yeah. Kim, thanks for sharing your story with us. Now we know why you love Age of Mythology. Um, and now I'm going to throw you in the bus. So start humming that tune because I'm going to do the whole wrap up here now we are on spotify i actually if you want to listen to more of our stuff we do have a a normal i guess news gaming news podcast called St- don't stop called story mode a video game <laughs> podcast um so subscribe and leave us a review as always a big thank you to the fan critical podcast network for their support you can keep up to date with all your news and stuff you can use keelan you gotta keep humming that tune man
1: look man i started too high <laughs> and i can't hit the other notes now
0: start lower start again StoryModeGaming.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at StoryModeAUS. We're also on Twitch at StoryModeAUS where you can come along, watch us play games. We're going to be playing some Age of Mythology in the next few weeks as well. Um, bit of Apex Legends, a bit of Final Fantasy. We also record these podcasts live. Love Letter's being the first, in this case, second. Oops. Tuesday of every month. And every Sunday we record the Mainstay podcast as well. Um, and if you want to chuck a couple of buckarinos our way we're on Patreon such so fan critical throw a few dollars our way and you'll get access to a bunch of bonus goodies but with that wrap that up Keelan always a pleasure talking about Age pathology. Mythology let's face it we're going to do it at work tomorrow absolutely um, you know it percent. thanks Jesse anytime t- any um, everyone thanks for listening hope you enjoyed that Uh, if you haven't played Age of Mythology before go get it it's like 10 bucks on Steam I'm making that up I don't know how much it is but it's not expensive and it's worth your time absolutely Um, and everyone who hopefully has uh, a bit of nostalgia running in their veins right now go grab it but with that we'll catch you next time be safe play some games and uh, bye
1: bye